Welcome everybody to The Lawyer and the Layman. We're back. I know you missed us last week. Uh, <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. But we're back and we're happy. Hey Jen, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I am well. Missed you in the last episode. Yeah, I know. It was actually quite funny when I was listening to that episode with Andrew at the end. <laughs> He's like, just invite Jennifer on Facebook. She likes when random people invite her. I'm like, <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, somehow... I feel like random invites on Facebook never end well. No, not at all. You just ignore them until they kind of go away. <laughs> yeah, or you get stalked. Yeah. So today we're doing roadblocks. Yeah, so what we kind of discussed is obviously that there's been so many public holidays coming up and also like basic things. How many people think about what they're going to do if they're in a roadblock? Yeah. Like obviously most of the time none of us want to be in a roadblock and we get to a point where when we see the police, we completely innocent our driver's license and whatever. We still panic. Freak out, yeah. yeah we still panic as if we like criminals on the run. Kind yeah, because the cops are scary. And like, yeah. also, I think a lot of times you're not quite sure if is my license just right? Is this? Yes, and they can give you a lot of uphill. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So what happens driving down Santon Drive? <laughs> boop, boop, there's the roadblock. <laughs> now what? Yeah. What are like what? What's the sort of in a sort of easy, normal roadblock, what would happen? Yeah. So generally, if you stop at a roadblock, you have the right. So obviously, whenever it comes to policemen, always kind of be like, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir. Because obviously, yeah. you don't want to disrupt. I don't also want to, I don't want people to be in a space where they start going right gung-ho and like yeah. <laughs> screaming at the policeman, I listen to this podcast and I know my rights. Like, just yeah. chill. But the first point of departure is that you have the right to ask for the person's police certificate of, of appointment, which obviously includes their picture, their name, their rank, their force number, and where they are stationed. Oh, yeah. so, so when they can, come and say, license this, please, I can be like, police certificate, yes. please? because also you must understand, in South Africa, there's also a lot of fake police. And I actually yes. know an individual that was kidnapped by fake police. Holy shit. Yeah. So he was he was kidnapped by fake police and it's 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 a fear now of of his. wait how did that happen so he just got to the roadblock and then no it was it was way more complicated he was he's in an industry that is quite high profile and he got yeah. to a point where he um there there were customers that that essentially wanted some of these things and the fake police got involved and that's what happened but now so if if obviously these details if the policeman turns around to, to you and says well no I don't have these details. You have the right to ask for the roadblock commander. So it's so funny because why would you ever think that there'd be a roadblock commander? Like yeah. it's not or the most senior person that is actually at that roadblock, you're allowed to ask to speak to them. It's kind of like if you're in a if you're in a restaurant, you get that Sharon to be like, I yes. want to speak to yeah. the manager kind of thing. Get your manager voice. Exactly. On. <laughs> and then you can then if you have any doubt with regards to the authenticity of the roadblock, you can be asked to be taken to the closest police station. So if you are worried that this isn't a proper roadblock or something might happen to me, you can request to go to the closest police station or just make your your way there. Okay. But again, um, don't be a hero. Hundred like, percent. But be you nice also to the cops. exactly you always have a right to be treated with respect. Um, if 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 a, a police officer does treat you unjustly, you are you can say I have rights, etc. As I said, don't don't kick up a fuss, but you must always cooperate with all reasonable instructions. So you can question their position um, if you feel like they have violated your constitutional rights or rights in terms of the Criminal Procedure Act. But at all times, as I said, like, yes, no, like, 
officer okay, yeah. what do you want but still make sure that your rights are catered for at all times yeah yeah okay and now i suppose let's start with the small stuff before yeah. we weasel into the places mm. we know this is going mm. but like say for instance you get there you check your license disc it's two weeks late or mm. let's say okay let's say it's a month yeah do. yeah is that now like grounds for well we're arresting you well the thing is is that the so I, I would also look at that also to be like unpaid fines in that in that regard so if you have an unpaid fine or if you're a driver obviously if you penalty you there's certain fines that they can issue mm-hmm. but when it comes to those certain things if if you have like an unpaid fine or um your driver's license is over in terms of the unpaid fine there would need to be some sort of warrant for your arrest so they can't just say okay get in the car we're going to arrest you come in the van uh-huh. you can say i need the legitimate copy of the warrant and if the police persist with arresting you without the warrant you have the right to immediately call your attorneys so uh-huh. at chinders we have this very cool service it's called the bail service where essentially oh, all yeah you have we have attorneys on 24-hour call you give them a call and you basically say i am about to get arrested i need your assistance they discuss everything with you they meet with you wherever you go and then they assist you to get you out on bail okay that sounds um, like the worst shift for you guys <laughs> yeah so it's it's funny because only the guys do it so i as a woman we got away with not doing it yeah. and then we actually had a clerk in our year that was quite a hero and she's like i want to do it i want to be equal and then she did it for like two weekends and she's like i don't want to do it this is nonsense because <laughs> yeah it's it's literally a, a phone that gets called for you to go out and help people when in the yeah. middle of the night whenever wherever they are oh. so that's also with regards to anything so it can be if you get caught with drugs if you get caught drinking and driving which i'm actually going to go into now like yeah. if you've been because yeah that's there's public holidays people are drinking yeah. some people don't like taking ubers they like to get in their car poor life choice guys very yeah it is a poor life choice and the thing is so many people are like it's just down the road as human beings i've actually started to realize the only time we learn our lessons is when something terrible happens. Mm. So you kind of want to avoid that. Just Uber. Um, but let's say, for example, you do yeah. get in your car. You've had a few drinks. What do you essentially do? Like, that's the that's a problem. Because now the, you're getting stuck in a roadblock and you're scared because you're drinking. Mm. So Officer Mazibuka arrives and he says, have you been drinking? Mm. First off, do you say yes? Or do you just, like, sort of... So, like, yeah, I wouldn't... So the thing is, so most... If I, I've never been called drinking and driving. Well but, well, it's not that I haven't been called. I don't drink and drive. And like, because I'm also a rubbish driver when I'm sober. <laughs> so I've hit into poles sober. Like, yeah. it's, I'm not a great driver. I was so. responsible of you. Exactly. So. I have also never drank and drive before. <laughs> I promise. This is not an ad. <laughs> um, but so if, if so what, what you basically need to know about instances where there's been drinking is that all a policeman or a traffic officer requires in order to arrest you is a reasonable suspicion that you're over the limit, right? Oh, so you don't need to be over the limit. So, as long as to, he be, so it's basically a reasonable suspicion. So okay. he says, in, but in order to establish this reasonable suspicion, a breathalyzer is sufficient. So these breathalyzers are no longer, however, admissible in court. Yeah. But it can be used as evidence of your intoxication. Um, but what actually happens is that They'll breathalyze you. Uh, the reasonable suspicion is, okay, that you've been drinking and driving. Yeah. They can arrest you, and then they have to take you for blood tests. Uh-huh. So it's imperative with regards to blood tests that um, these blood tests are done within two hours of you being pulled over. 
right? Oh, okay. So a helpful tip that we generally say is <clears throat> if you're ever in this kind of situation where you do get pulled over, you've been breathalyzed, make a call to either your attorney or to a friend or anyone so you can actually re- like have a record of the call. So it's actually oh, like an yes. evidence, evidence. So at this oh, so you can say this happened at this time. Yes, so you can prove that at this time I was pulled over and then the person can say, yes, they called me saying X, Y, and Z. And then this telephone call can actually serve as a record um, of the time that you're apprehended. And if your blood is taken more than two hours after the time, then the results of that blood test will be considered to be inadmissible. Ah, so that's, so that, okay. that's kind of what we, what we kind of say. But also, if you're detained, you must... The second part is that if, let's say, you get arrested, you um, have been drinking and driving, the breathalyzer is positive, <clears throat> you've got into a point now where you um, go for blood tests, they take you to the hospital, etc., etc., you must be brought before a court within 48 hours, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's the, but the police can, and the police can detain you until then. So that's why that whole concept, if you get arrested on a Friday, you're going to sit the whole weekend. Yeah. Obviously, like at Shinders, we've managed to get people out if it's a simple drinking and driving rather than drug possession or any other insane criminal criminal action. But it's one of those things where, A, first you don't do it. B, if you are in a position that it does happen to you, there are obviously breathalyzers. They, that's just to get the reasonable suspicion to arrest you. Yeah. But also, you don't want to be arrested. So yeah. even if you get your blood taken and let's say, for example, the file gets lost or you do have good um, representation that helps you and you don't actually end up getting charged, you don't want to sit in jail for two days or even an hour. Like you're placing yeah. yourself um, at risk. I've, had, I've seen grown men cry. And yeah, I've seen women terrifying. literally poo themselves. Like yeah. literally. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a laugh. But I've literally heard of stories where a girl got arrested and yeah, she just... Oh, wow. And yeah. she... she yeah, I think I would as well. Like coming from a very respectable woman, I would definitely poo myself. I would be so scared. But don't get yourself into that situation. Yeah. I mean, I've mm. shed a tear or two. No, 100%. It's also... And like, and this is also another, another aspect that we, that we always tell clients: just don't do this. And it does happen in South Africa. We're very aware of it. Um, yeah. Bribing. So yes. how many people have gotten away with, with bribing? And it obviously feeds corruption. Yeah. Because where there's a bribe, and also, imagine God forbid, you, kill someone. Like so now you've mm-hmm. bribed. You've driven home. The law is there to actually protect you from yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's horrible if you get arrested for drinking and driving. How dare they arrest me? Let's try to trick the system. But at the end of the day, like, they're there to protect us. Yeah. So, in terms of bribing an officer, we say don't, don't do it. And the consequences of actually bribing a police officer or attempting to do so will far outweigh those of the fine itself. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what... Say you go through all of that, you don't necessarily kill anyone, but you know you're over the limit. Mm. What what's the punishment? So the thing is, is that it's also when, also with regards to being over the limit, that if you're not over the limit and you get breathalyzed, then they shouldn't be arresting you because you yeah. shouldn't be over the limit. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, being over the limit will be that dependent on if a person eats, how much they consume, the period that they consume alcohol in. 
and that can all be found on Google. Like literally yeah. just Google what is the alcohol limit and how much can I drink if I weigh this and this and then yeah. they calculate it for you. But essentially the when it comes to you being arrested, as I said, the call to it, record, breathalyzer, non admissible, blood tests, like obviously need to get to a point. Sometimes they don't even take blood tests. But as I said, get to a point where if I, I'm a firm believer in our bail phone and I'm not just punting Schindler's in that regard. Like yeah. we, I've, I've had a clerk that has literally sat at the Douglas Dale police station for 10 hours waiting for the clients to get out. Jeez. Yeah, so and it is. And then also we will, we will be at the first appearance with you. Um, and yeah, you also don't want one of those situations where if you get caught drinking and driving, then you get some sort of criminal record and then people are always like, does it come up on my criminal record? And yeah. just try to avoid it as much as possible. And then obviously don't bribe because then you're defeating the ends of justice. You're getting to a point. And bribing is also when you say to the policeman, like, oh, would you like some of this Coke? Like, <laughs> yeah. or this is, I have like free samples in my boots. Like that's Oh, if you bribing. have like food and you're like... Yeah, like you're still bribing because you're getting away with... And the last thing that you actually want, which is a good cop, that you try bribe. Yeah. Because then you're in lots of trouble. <laughs> like, yeah. the most trouble. So, yeah, that's... It's, it's. And what happens if a cop tries to sort of solicit a bribe from you? Like, well, we can make this all go away. Yeah, you can, you can say, well... So, practically speaking, many people will be like, yes, let's do this. Yeah. Um, but generally, like, you're actually... Perp- like, you're getting to a point where you're feeding the the space for cops to be corrupt. Yeah. Because what cop is not going to... If you offer a cop two grand instead of arresting you, yeah. what cop is going to be like, no, my ethical... Well, some there are some out there. My ethical duty is more important. So you're actually getting to a point where you like, feeding the demand for corruption yeah. and also placing yourself at risk. Like... Don't drink and drive. We have Uber. We're not in the Stone Age anymore. Like where I remember when I was younger, we'd have to call the taxi services, yes. wait for them. We didn't have airtime, and you'd have to call from the ticky box, and then the person wasn't available. <laughs> the ticky and, yeah. box. <laughs> Do you remember the ticky box? <laughs> oh my gosh, you sounded just like my mom for a second. Oh my god, did oh, I? Call me from the ticky box. Yeah. Okay, Do you remember mom. doing those reverse calls, <laughs> yes. and then they would be free? I just phone my parents all the time, yeah. and like. I don't want to be at school. My mum would just hang up. <laughs> I was left by the telecom ticky box myself. <laughs> yeah, we use them to prank call people. Yeah, but it's also, you have Uber now. Um, don't do it. Like, yeah, all these Easter weekend. Also, how many people died over that weekend? Yeah. It doesn't, they don't tell you how many people were arrested for drinking and driving. So there is obviously a failure in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. And now when... Because, like, you know, you get those roadblocks where sometimes the cops search. Mm. What what are they allowed to search for? And can you tell them actually no? Well, the thing is, generally, as it, so as I said, with regards to drugs and all of that, the reasonable suspicion aspect. Mm. So, and, and that's what we were actually talking about, remember, in our first cannabis yes. one. Like, what happens when you're smoking a joint and the cop pulls you over? Mm. How can they tell that you were smoking in the car while driving rather than smoking at home in your private space. Yeah. So, but, so, what we kind of say is the law is obviously there to protect you, but,
but don't mess with it in that regard. So if if you don't have anything, then let the cops search. Don't don't be difficult. But if the cops do find drugs, and we've even had instances where cops have found um, haven't found anything, but our clients have been very difficult in this regard and have actually said that the cops have planted stuff on them. Ah. Yeah. Which yeah. is and thank God we were in a position where we had um, cameras uh, like outside where they were so we could say, okay, this, like they didn't look for anything and then it was planted. But those kind of things happen. If you piss off a cop, a cop is not going to be happy. Yeah. It's a position of power. Like, have you ever met a cop that if you're rude to them, they're like, thank you. Um, yeah, cops and security guards, eh? Security, it's <laughs> so funny, my one friend has such a problem with security guards. Yeah. He like rages every single time he sees one, he's like, they are assholes. I'm like, you need to calm <laughs> yeah. down. Like, he's just a cool security guard. He's yeah. like, relax. They have the sense of entitlement. I'm like, you need to chill. But yeah, so like for me, any sort of situation that you're in where you your driver's license like i was in a position where my driver's license just had expired yeah but it was actually quite a f- funny story i just come from a zulu exam i did zulu in my ba yeah so i kind of knew the basics of zulu <laughs> yeah which i could get a sentence together saying i'm sorry i'm going to the post office <laughs> in zulu yes. so i got away with it because i was like sorry i'm going to the post office in order to get my license this yeah. But they could have fined me. They could have um, done certain things with regards to fines. Obviously, they can't arrest me. Yeah. But um, also, it's also up in the air with regards to the e-tolls thing. Like, what if you haven't paid your e-tolls? Can they arrest you? Yeah. And then there was a statement where they were like, um, e-tolls are not going to be enforced anymore. And then now they are being enforced. Like, I'm confused. I don't even... What, have you even heard you, anything I, I also saw something where they said, well, we're done with the whole e-tolls thing. Yeah. And I think I know one person who's ever paid an e-toll. My mother pays them all the time. <laughs> I'm like, mom, stop. She's like, I'm just paying it in case. Mark, are you losing your money? She's raised the law-abiding yeah. citizen. That <laughs> yeah. is, that's and where it came from. It's so funny because when... When we got into that whole e-toll space as well, people were like, but what about the people that have paid? Will they get paid back? Yeah. Because there's so many people that haven't paid. Yeah, like exactly. What, that for me, is, and I actually researched a bit of that last year, August, where they said they're scrapping e-tolls, and, but they hadn't said anything about anyone that's paid. Yeah, they sort of bounce in between yeah, what like, they want to do. I, when I, I'm sure I don't even get e-toll accounts, do you? No, I've never got but i i didn't even put the thing in no I, no, I know one person that put that thing in yeah. my mom doesn't have the thing she just pays her eatables <laughs> so it's not that that much of the law abiding but yeah like for me any sort of um instance where you need bail because obviously you get different levels of of um instances of when you get arrested so you can get police bail which will be for example if you get arrested drinking and driving then you get other prosecutor bail magistrate's bail prosecutor bail i actually had an instance where and i've spoken about this client before the one where his child was abducted oh yes so the mother at that stage she um went and took a case out against him where in her affidavit she said he hit me over the head with an illegal firearm right so in the minute that legal firearm word was brought in there then it wasn't just a normal bail where you can get out so it was assault 
but it wasn't it was also involving an illegal firearm so my clerk was at the police station literally the whole weekend they wouldn't let him out so yeah. we'd have to wait for the prosecutor to come in to get a prosecutor to sometimes come at like three o'clock in the morning can be quite difficult yeah i don't think you're waking Harinel up to go there. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so it's one of those things where um there's different levels of bail yeah based on obviously like if you if you murder someone, you're not just getting bail. That makes sense. Like okay. He needs to go to a proper trial. Like, remember the whole Oscar trial where yeah. he actually had to do a trial to give reasons and justifications why of why he should get bail. Oh, okay. So, prosecutor, I mean, police bail is like the one that happens at the police station. And then if you do yes. something more serious, mm. there's a prosecutor yeah. who's like, okay, now I have to look mm. at this. And, and see. you can actually, so the bail, the bail amount is also for... Um, so you pay your amount for you to appear at the next appearance. And then yeah. if, say, for example, um, they quit you or anything, you get that amount back. So mm-hmm. when Oscar had to pay a million rand bail, it's not like it was just kept. Do you know oh. what I mean? So it's to return. And there can also be certain circumstances on your bail. So yeah. he, I think he had to give in his passport. Yeah. Um, something like there were certain circumstances. Like he couldn't... Um, leave the vicinity or he had to give in his passport it's just basically like guidelines for you to yeah. come back to court for your first appearance and also in terms of getting arrested drinking and driving this can go it can also cost you a fortune of money mm. like that uber will yeah like 150 rand it's fine exactly even if, if like i went to the airport the other day i think it was like 280 and that's yeah. the airport so invest in your uber because if you don't a, you're going to have to obviously pay a deposit before we even yeah. come to the police station. Yeah. I think the deposit is 5,000 Rand, okay. but that'll include, um, and in the bigger scheme of things, it's actually not even a lot because you're sitting in jail, you're scared, and yeah. it's horrible. And, and you're drunk and probably yeah. getting sober and hungry and just, it's not a ideal situation. And there's people in there who are looking at your booty. Mm, some people might enjoy meat. that like yeah. some attention for some people <laughs> yeah. is good but yeah it's not it's not a situation that i believe male or female should be in yeah so yeah it's just drink like responsibly don't drive mm. what's the sort of like limit on like if it's misdemeanor what's the sort mm. of like limit on how much you they can set your bail for so I'm not quite sure of the exact amount, but also have to has to be reasonable to to what it is. Yeah. So for me, so it's actually funny because now I've actually moved into a department with insurers that um, I work with criminal attorneys. Yeah. And obviously I pick up on things like I've also done bails before and that kind of scenario. But when it comes to the amount of bail, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm like layman in that regard. Yeah. But yeah, it should be reasonable. It can't be like, okay, you've been caught drinking and driving, pay a million rand. No. <laughs> yeah. And this is like a million zim dollars or something. Yeah, a lot of yeah. rand. Okay, mm. cool. Well, guys, that is roadblocking. Now you know mm. what to do over the public holiday. Yeah. Take an Uber. And don't <laughs> piss the cops off. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Jen, do you want to give everyone your socials? And sure. Your... So my Facebook, Jennifer Amy Stoller. My Instagram, Jennifer Stoller, as well as Jennifer Stoller underscore law. And yeah, you can also find me on the Schindler's website. Cool. Find me at Yolisa Kelly on everything. And please remember to like and subscribe, guys. Uh, your feedback is awesome. Mm. Thanks. It's another episode of Lawyer and Layman.